5: Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Doug Gottlieb show brought to you live every day from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. Welcome in. Man, we got a lot of things to get to today, including the gambler, which uh, now we have college football on the slate for the gambler. Should be really, really good. Check out the latest lines of world of sports at BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You got to be 21, present in Colorado, Indiana, Illinois, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Um... Okay, so preseason football. We it's it's wrapping up this this week. Did you watch last night? Packers gotta see Jordan Love and of course Trey Lance and the San Francisco 49ers. Did you guys see it? Yeah, it was kind of a mess for the Niners offensively. Here's Trey Lance, their new quarterback after the game. Oh, okay. We'll get we'll get to the one second. Uh, Trey Lance, after the game, was asked about how he played or how it went. Um, I thought, and, and, and some of this is just, you know, when you're young, you maybe tell a little bit too much of the truth. But part of it was, the truth was what it was. It was not a Sterling performance. It was not uh, one for the ages. I got a chance to watch Packers, Chiefs last night. Um, and, you know, it's hard. You're like, what am I watching? Are these the ones, are these the twos? You know, you got to watch that and you watch Jordan Love play, you know, then you watch the Niners play and you're like, whew, Niners, Texans, Brock Purdy, the Iowa State quarterback in many ways looked like he had better command of the offense granted against a lesser defense than Trey Lance. Here's Trey Lance giving his honest review after the game.
2: Never feels feels good to to lose, but uh, man, we'll learn from it, turn the page. Uh, not gonna make a, a bigger deal out of it than we need to, for sure. But man, uh, yeah, like I said, man, never feels good to lose. Some ugly stuff out there for sure. Definitely wasn't our best night, but uh, like I said, man, we're not gonna make a big deal, too big of a deal out of it. Uh, watch the tape tomorrow, learn from it, get better. All
5: right. So he didn't think it went well, but he's not gonna simply sit there and freak out. There is the weird hey, they played three quarterbacks. None of them were Jimmy Garoppolo. Obviously, they don't want him to play because they're going to cut him if they can't trade him. Here's Richard Sherman. Remember, the game was on Amazon, Amazon Prime last night. Richard Sherman, a retired future Hall of Famer. Um, He had this to say about Jimmy G before the game.
2: It's the most awkward situation I've ever heard of. It's like a couple being divorced and the divorced wife staying in the house while the husband get re- gets remarried. Yeah. And he picks the other spouse and the woman is like, I'm okay with this. This is fun. This yeah. is nice. Doesn't it's sound not like nice. That. And it's not fair to Jimmy.
5: Here's Peter King uh, earlier today on Cowherd talking about Jimmy G's situation.
2: It's weird. When I
4: was at their camp and I watched Jimmy Garoppolo from 100 yards away on a far field practice with nobody else out there a couple hours before the Niners' regular team practiced. It's just weird. I heard he doesn't have a playbook, uh, that he's not really got any relationship with Brian Greasy other than a hello, who's the quarterback coach. It's just weird. It's
5: weird. It is weird. And you're holding on to an asset that you don't need. And it's an asset that you know you're going to let go. And look, this, this actually on some levels happens in our industry when sometimes a guy makes the decision to move on or a company makes the decision to move on. And do I continue doing shows or do I collect checks and not do shows? I, I think, Jay Stu, have you ever been a part of that where a guy was doing a show knowing he wasn't going to get re-upped knowing it, but, but you weren't really supposed to say? But I guess the difference is they've actually said that they're moving on and picked the guy they're moving on from.
1: Yeah, and I think you fall into one of two categories. You fall into the what are they going to do fire me guy and then you mail it in, you give your minimum effort, or you do like the upstanding professional thing, do everything that's asked of you, finish with a bang, you know, put something on tape. Um and it seems like Jimmy's maybe in between that, <laughs> those two things because he can't really do much.
5: Yeah, I mean, look, he is to to his credit, I mean, I don't think there's that much credit he's done everything they've he's asked and he hasn't there's no negative quotes like this is bull i'm better etc etc none of that none of that taking place but it is interesting right that that here he is practicing on a side field if he doesn't have a playbook i i understand it it still strikes you as a bit weird right but i think that everyone as long as everyone's on board You know, as long as everyone's on board and understands, hey, what the plan is, I guess you can't totally freak out about it. It's just a weird thing. And then you got Trey Lance who, you know, if it was absolutely positively the right move and everybody, you would hear that from people. But you don't. You hear, you know, he's got a lot of talent. There's guys that I'm I'm all in. He's going to get there. There's no one who's saying, yeah, absolutely, positively, this, this is the right guy, this is the right. So it, it makes it even harder. It makes it even harder. It's a weird situation for the Niners, but I do think it, it gets cleared up here before the season starts as teams are trying to figure out, you know, what do I do? And I, I would say the no playbook is in the off chance that the Seahawks come calling. That, that's what it feels like. Yes, John Robinson.
4: This seems like a 49ers mo, right? I mean, they, they. I mean, not as far as the playbook. That's that's extensive to me. But Alex, Alex Smith, right? When he was there, he he was a quarterback. I think he got hurt, right? And then, and and then uh, Ka- Ka- Kaepernick took over, and he just kind of sat there, and he w- didn't make any waves, kind of like uh, Jimmy G. Just kind of they're really good about it. Like they they kind of get screwed over a little bit, but they don't say. Then of course Joe Montana got kind of you know, put back for Stevie, Steve Young during that time before they traded him. So it looks like the 49ers seem to have a nice little trend of um, kind of their quarterbacks and doing things like this.
5: It is interesting. All of those guys who replaced, um, who replaced Super Bowl quarterbacks or, or high-level quarterbacks, you know, Steve Young won a Super Bowl. Um, Colin Kaepernick went to a Super Bowl. We'll see with Trey Lance. So there is some precedent there and precedents for success as well. But it, it's just a, it's a weird situation. It's a weird couple of weeks. And eventually, I, I think we all know it'll end. And, uh, uh it, you know, honestly, like this is part of it is this is the business. The challenge for Jimmy G is a couple months of showing up, rehabbing, getting your shoulder right, and making yourself available if, in fact, a team comes calling. And if a team doesn't come calling, we're going to release you. And then you're still going to want to be ready. And he's got to buy into that. And then they got to buy into the and we're going to treat him with respect. We're not going to put him in a situation where you get hurt. And we're going to tell him everything we're doing when we're doing. As long as you do that, I, I don't think it's nearly as awkward as Richard Sherman's making it out to be. It just is, optically, it's really weird. Like, he's on the team, but he's not playing. He's not with the team. He took them deep in the playoffs last year, NFC Championship game. That whole element of it is just, it's odd. But that's that's kind of the, that's the business. Every business has things that are odd about it. They just are. You know? there, there are, there are. In law firms, there's lawyers that will never make partner. They know they're never going to make partner, and they just keep, hey, listen, I'm not going to make partner. I'm going to move on. I'm waiting for my next job. I got to finish up all of these cases, my caseload, before I step aside and move or I start my own firm. You know? Um, There's just, there's a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of stuff there in a lot of professions. Our profession has it as well, right? Where there are times in which you'll have a fill in and you can just feel the fill in has that, you know, a two person show and one guy's missing and the fill in, people feel a lot of love for the fill in. You're like, man, that one guy, he, his contract is up and this guy's been filling in a bunch. Everybody's making the. And the, the thing that can alleviate a lot of the awkwardness are just conversations. Here's what we're doing. Here's why we're doing. Here's how we're doing. Because if you do that, what are they going to say? Right, We can talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we can talk about how with discover. You can redeem your rewards for cash in any mountain, any time. Talk about amazing. Learn more. Discover slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. It's how the Niners season goes is really interesting. And and people are going to say it's because of how they handled it. Remember, they start with the Bears who don't appear to have nearly the weaponry. And they have their own young quarterback. Then the Seahawks at home. Right? And I think I think one of the fears for uh, with releasing Garoppolo is, would the Seahawks then scoop him up before that game? And that's why you don't give him a uh, a play sheet. Then you got Broncos in the road, Rams at home to the Panthers, to the Falcons, Chiefs at home, Rams in the road. It, it gets middle of the season. Once they get to about week seven, Chiefs at home, Rams in the road, Chargers at home, Cardinals in the road, Saints at home, who, especially considering... Uh, then they play the Dolphins, and you may say, hey, I don't know how good the Dolphins are, but you've got to keep in mind that the Dolphins are coached by a guy who used to coach there, run their off, knows everything about that offense. Going to be an interesting season in San Francisco. Um, all right, got to get to this Aaron Donald thing. What do you do about a guy swinging a helmet, which is a no no in a preseason scrimmage? Plus, wait till you hear what a former offensive lineman who played with Peyton, played with Big Ben, said about a young quarterback in the NFL. That's upcoming next.
4: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables.
5: They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on-site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to Tyreq.com/sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's Tyreq.com/sports. Tireac.com, the way tire buying should be. Getting ready to take on spring? Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Man, I hope you're having a great day. I really do. It's a Friday, Friday. Um, I know you got Labor Day plans next weekend. It's so weird. Like people that are super into sports, and I, I'd love to believe that everybody's super into sports, but they're just not. You know, like I had a, I have a really good friend, uh, Ryan Burr. He works for the Golf Channel, right? And Burr and I worked together for a long time, and he's just, I, and I, I was telling him my first. Um, let's see here. My first Thanksgiving when I moved to ESPN, so this is 2000 and I think it was 2003. Yeah. Fall 2003. My neighbors invited me over. We didn't have a refrigerator, right? I, cause I didn't, when we bought this house, I didn't know what a counter depth refrigerator was. I, I, had, I had no idea. No idea. So we had like one of those college fridges in the spot for the refrigerator cause we had to order our counter depth refrigerator. This is like a homeowner 101 thing that I, that was, that was my second home that we had owned at the time. Anyway, so my neighbors invited us down for Thanksgiving dinner. We go down there and we're there for like an hour, hour and a half. And I was like, uh, Are you going to throw the game on? What game? Huh? It's Thanksgiving. What game? Well, the Lions and the Cowboys. <laughs> Who do the Lions play? Like, does it matter? Lions and Cowboys, right? Like, they have a you know, I think that was early. I'm not sure they had the third game then. But the, the point is that, and, and Burr made this, this uh, point to me. It was very eloquent. He's like, How many people watch Super Bowl? I was like, I don't know. I don't know anybody who doesn't watch Super Bowl. He's like, You know, 150 million people watch the Super Bowl. It's like, Okay. What does that mean? He's like, There's 350 million people in the United States. That means there's like 200 million people, and we'll give them 50 million that they don't track. But even that, 150 million people that don't watch Super Bowl, like, what do they do? We get it. I could, you know, like if you want to get somewhere fast, it's a great way to do so. But I think of Labor Day weekend, I'm like, dude, college football first week. Plus, you get that Monday, you'll have a big Monday game as well. But most people are like, dude, this is a weekend. You know, there's a huge percentage of people like, hey, last weekend I hit the lake. Last weekend hit, hit, hit the beach. That's how you determine if you're, don't tell me you're a sports guy. When I say Labor Day weekend, you're like, i got to go to Havasu. Now, if you go to have a and you got all the TVs up, that's that's a little different. TJ Hushman's out in a second. Um, we've talked a lot about Justin Herbert, and I've heard uh, is it is which? i uh, um, forgive me. Uh, is Sam Acho right? Is on Speak for Yourself, and he did this he did this rant that um, Justin. It's Emmanuel Acho. I apologize. There's two Achos. They both played at Texas. They have both been media personalities. I apologize. Emmanuel Acho. Emmanuel Acho is the author, right? Best-selling author. We wrote um, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black, Black Man. Yeah, okay. So, anyway, Emmanuel Acho was like, hey, Justin Herbert, he's not overrated, but he's not deserving of the praise. And his argument was, hey, end of the day, quarterback's about win-loss. And, and I do generally agree with that. But I also think that, like, have you watched the games? If you watch the games... I find a really hard time saying that Justin Herbert is in any way responsible for. They lost to the Texans last year, the week before they lost to the Raiders in the last game of the year. I think they didn't have 20 starters because of COVID. Like, is that on Justin Herbert? I mean, special teams, disaster, defensively can't stop the run. How many first fourth downs did he convert against the Raiders last year? I don't know. But but I heard this. Ryan Harris is an offensive, uh, former offensive tackle. And he he was on radio yesterday. He's a football analyst now. And he said this about Justin Herbert yesterday.
2: The AFC West, I think, is really going to be led by the Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, Justin Herbert's the best quarterback I've ever seen. And I played with Peyton Manning and Ben Roethlisberger. This guy is unbelievable. I played with Peyton Manning okay. and Ben Roethlisberger, and I'm telling you, Justin Herbert's the best quarterback I've ever seen. It's unbelievable what he does. It is something that's only going to continue to increase, and he's got the most talented arm in the NFL.
5: Um, I mean, I, I don't know if he's the best quarterback I've ever seen. Aaron Rodgers, to me, is the best quarterback I've ever seen, but it's really, he's a, this is a unique guy, okay? This is a unique guy. I know for a fact, hey okay, that, The Chargers, it wasn't like they were absolutely going to take Herbert ahead of Tua. Honestly, like, you got to give some people in Miami credit because there was a push at the end to draft Justin Herbert, right? To draft Justin Herbert um, ahead of Tua. And ultimately, they decided on Tua. But the guy was he was the best quarterback in college and chose to come back for another year and then was the Pac-12 MVP. The quarterback of the year was at the, the O'Brien Award winner. And then he was the MVP of the Rose Bowl. And we still were like, yeah, I don't know. So <laughs> like, I don't know. He's played two years with a team that, though talented, no one thinks the Chargers are great. And last year he threw for 5,000 yards, 38 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. And by the way, by the 15 sounds big, that's actually 27th in the NFL interceptions, third in touchdowns, third in QBR, second in yards. I just, I do wonder if, look, I'm, I'm just as cautious as Emmanuel Acho. Like I, you know, don't tell me you're pregnant, show me the baby. But everyone who goes to a charger practice, sees the scrimmage, watches game tape from last year, watch him, they're like, he's got all, he's got it all. And I feel like we're still kind of missing it. Because when we list top five quarterbacks, we still put Brady in there because of how much he's accomplished. We put Aaron Rodgers in there. We put Pat Mahomes in there. Rightfully so, right? Those are the guys you, and now you put um, uh, 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 Josh Allen in there, right? And then you start kind of haggling over, do you put Russell Wilson? You know, who else do you move in there? Like, Are, are, we, in the, are we in the ballpark here with Justin Herbert? Are we in the ballpark? Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, let's uh, let's welcome in my guy Hoosh, T.J. Hushmanzada joining us in the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, you didn't know you're walking in this. I didn't talk to the guys about this, but I just I, I want to say something here. Um, what you do, and and for people who don't know, Hoosh is the wide receiver whisper, right? Wide receiver. Is that is that. Are you okay with me labeling you that?
2: Yeah, I'm cool with it. So okay. Right. The wide
5: receiver whisperer, right? Where you work out guys in the offseason, you'll talk to guys, you'll text guys, you'll watch the film, like you're the you're a savant in it and understanding what they are and aren't doing and how they can get better. Um, you know my son, you've worked with him before, it's pretty awesome. I gotta get you back, I gotta get him back with you. So um, I coach I, I coach Troy Palamalu's son in hoops. Okay. So Troy had said, like, hey, I know it's a bit of a drive, but if you want to come down, your son Hayes could play on our flag football team. We just want to teach him, you know, real football within the in, in terms of technique and whatever while they're playing flag football. I want to kind of do it differently because his son, eighth grade, going to be in high school. He's like, I got to get him ready, but I don't want him playing tackle football till high school. I'm sitting there watching last night of practice, dude, and. Like my kid's like the luckiest kid ever, right? He gets to work with you as a wide receiver, and then Troy Polamalu, and it's I mean, it's cra- like crazy. So anyway, this is me saying not only thank you for what you do, but there's there's a whole group of guys that were great players that uh, that do this. You guys should do something together. I mean, like right? You got both sides of the ball there, kind of kind of covered. Um, let me let me ask you about about the Niners last night. What is your take? on how Trey Lance looks as of now?
2: I mean, it's hard to get a feel for Doug, because he didn't have his weapons out there. He didn't have Trent Williams. He didn't have Debo. He didn't have B.A. He didn't have Kittle. And so when you don't have the best players playing with you, you're not going to look as good as you should. And so it's hard to get a feel for when he's playing with guys that when the season starts in a few weeks, they won't be on the field with him.
5: But what do you think? I mean, again, I understand it's hard. It's a, I mean, you it's it's a crazy hard eval. But I mean, did I guess the question is, did they make a mistake?
2: No, I, I don't believe they did. I, I truly believe Trey Lance is going to play well. I, I really do. Like it was, I believe it was a third down, and, and the tight end ran a stick route, which is a five yard out um, in line next to the tackle. And it wasn't the best throw. It was just outside of his reach. Could he have caught it? Yes, but it could have been a better throw as well. But if that's Kittle, does he catch it? Probably. And then the next third down, they run another stick route. He was open. Trey Lance didn't throw the ball. He kind of scrambled and flicks it to the running back. I don't know if you recall it near the sideline. The running back does not get the first down, but he could have thrown the stick route and probably wouldn't have gotten the first down, but... Because earlier in the game, it was kind of out of reach. He didn't throw it. Just little things like that. When you have your best players not playing, it's hard to get a feel for what you're going to do. And let's be honest, they're being vanilla. Think about one of fourth down. They go shotgun. They run the ball with Trey Sermon when I believe Jalen Petrie made the tackle. If that's a game, I guarantee that's a read option. Trey Lance is going to pull. If that's a regular season, he's going to pull that ball because the end crashed. Trey Lance is going to pull that ball. He's gone. And so the whole dynamic of it, if that's a regular season game, he probably pulls it, gets the first down. Sure. It's a different drive. They get points. And so just things of that nature, it changes the whole complexion of the game.
5: Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. T.J. Hussmanzada, his co-host, Up on Game. That's a great show, by the way. You can download podcast form or listen to it each Saturday on Fox Sports Radio with LaVar Arrington and Plaxico Burroughs, like three dudes who could really play, really know the league, and talk about all the topics of the week. Again, that's Up on Game. Hoosh, uh, I watched Jordan Love last night. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll hold back my opinion. What do you think of Jordan and how he's progressing?
2: But the fact that he's getting as many as many reps as he's getting, um, he's playing. I, I think he's playing solid. And all I can do is take uh, LaFleur's word for it that wrong routes, drops by receivers are causing the interceptions. But when, you, when you're following Aaron Rodgers, that's, that's tough. tough. That's tough. That, that's tough. And not only are you following Aaron Rodgers, you're following Aaron Rodgers with receivers that really haven't played. Yeah, Alan Lazard's been on the team, but Alan Lazard would get in the game when somebody was hurt or it's a run play or, oh, it's a pass play, but you're going to run off and be the decoy type of guy. And so Sammy Watkins can play. He's just never healthy. Randall Cobb is older, and so it's hard. And they're not even playing. He's playing out, he's out there with rookies, and, and so it's hard, It's kind of similar to the Trey Mastin, is These are going to be his guys, but... What do you expect? I believe Jordan Love will be a better player than had he got a chance to play early on just by sitting and watching Aaron Rodgers and learning his system. I truly believe that he should know this offense inside out. Um what what is Aaron Rodgers gonna do after this year? Nobody knows, but if I'm the Packers and what they say is true, the misassignments and the drops weren't his fault, I feel comfortable moving forward with Jordan Love.
5: I have heard that the Cowboys are freaking out over losing Tyron Smith. Um, how much? How much is that, is that going to affect uh, their ability to make the playoffs this year?
2: Oh man, with him healthy, it, it was going to be a fight. They went six and on the division last year. Uh, that's not going to happen this year. You you open up against the Bucks. The Bucks are beat up along the offensive line, but they got skilled guys that can get it done. The Cowboys are in a world of trouble, man. And everybody's been saying this, at least I have. You're counting on CeeDee Lamb to be and do everything in the passing game. Everything. And so, yeah, you got some rookies that can play physically, but they're young. You just don't know when opening day comes. You don't know how they're going to handle that pressure. You don't know can they slow that heart rate down. You don't know because they're going to be so hype in pregame that after the first quarter, they're done. You yeah. just don't know. And now your left tackle's gone? Where they going? Are they going to move the rookie out there that they drafted? He's not ready to play, you would assume. They're going to have to run the ball and run the ball extremely effectively for them to have a chance, in my opinion. I had thought the Eagles were going to win the division, but I was uncertain. I'm sure now that the Eagles will win that division.
5: Yeah, I, I I think I think the Commanders are the team, and I understand like you don't have one of the most dynamic pass rushers in the league for at least the first four games to chase Young out. I do think the Commanders are are, are a team that could be sneaky in there. I know you're cart- counting on Carson Wentz, but when they've had a healthy starting quarterback um, with Riverboat Ron, they, they've been they've been competitive. I, I don't think the Giants are that team. I want to ask you about Aaron Donald. He goes into Cincinnati. They're having a you know those scrimmages. And fights happen, right? They happen. But taking off, getting somebody's helmet and swinging it at dudes, that's a, that's a no no, right? That's an auto suspension in the season. How do you handle it right now?
2: You do nothing. And it happened. Doug, this is a true story. You ask any coach or any player I played with, you know how many fights I got into? Like, I was getting a fight almost once a week, almost. In practice, we had one. Inner squad practice, I get. How would you call it? We we did, we practiced with the Saints once. That was the only time, one season in all. Season. Only time we did it in training camp. Marvin Lewis didn't let me practice. You, you promised me you won't fight. I'll let you practice. I just started. You were back.
5: hood back then. You were hood back then, though.
2: But what I'm saying is, think about this. If this is practice, you're going to do some things in practice you would not do in a game. Now, Aaron Donald is taking helmets off in the game. He's not going to swing them at you, but he's taking helmets off in the game. If they would take these reporters, cameras, phones, nobody would see any of this. This is practice. You wouldn't even see this you wouldn't even in my day, you didn't even get reports of this because nobody was really bringing out a camera phone because they weren't they weren't out It's like. We up here talking about, does he need to get suspended? Bruh, this is practice, man. Things happen in practice. Oh, you wouldn't do it in the game? Of course I wouldn't. There's a lot of things that I wouldn't do uh, when it matters. And when it doesn't matter, which is practice, uh, sometimes you're like, I fought all the time in practice. I didn't fight in the game. I talked, and it came, went close to the line. But you don't cross that line. A suspension. These people that are doing that, they're crazy, man. These people just talk, 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 talk. Oh, suspend, suspend them for what? So if we can get suspended for practice now, then I'm not just going I'm just not gonna practice then. What are they gonna do? I'm just not gonna practice. Aaron I'm not gonna practice. It's dumb.
5: TJ Hushman's out of joining us on the Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, we we played some sound of a guy named Ryan Harris, who's a former offensive lineman. And uh, he's now an analyst. And he's like, look, I played with Peyton Manning. Okay? I'm telling okay, you. This is just...
2: Ryan Harris that played with the Broncos? Yep. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you.
5: This is, this is what he said on radio yesterday.
2: The AFC West, I think, is really going to be led by the Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, Justin Herbert's the best quarterback I've ever seen. And I played with Peyton Manning and Ben Roethlisberger. This guy is unbelievable. I played with Peyton Manning okay. and Ben Roethlisberger, and I'm telling you, Justin Herbert's the best quarterback I've ever seen. It's unbelievable what he does. It is something that's only going to continue to increase, and he's got the most talented arm in the NFL. What do you think? <clears throat> Come on, big fella. you putting so much pressure on Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is like, bro, why are you doing this to me? And, and let me say this. He played with Peyton Manning when Peyton end. Manning – yeah, it was a deal. Wasn't Peyton Manning. Right. I'll say that. But what Peyton Manning, what and this is where the evaluation of athletes, Peyton Manning was a monster from the shoulders up. A monster from the shoulders up. He outthought people. He was smart. He threw the ball on time. You look at Justin Herbert and say, yeah, he's better than Peyton Manning. He's bigger. He's faster. He has a great arm that's the physical part that's the part that we can see but the part that we can't see does Justin Herbert have that i don't know time will tell but to say that in pate manning's body of work can't do that, you can't I, I, do that.
1: I,
5: I i get it and i don't think and no and no one would say pate manning had pate manning honestly it's like how great a career did he have considering he didn't have a very good arm right and and when he retired Peyton Manning was widely considered the greatest quarterback of all time. Brady, because of late career success, is now considered the GOAT. But but Manning was. Um, I guess the question becomes: even if we're not putting him at that level yet, it does feel like man. I, and I know it's paper, but man, the Chargers seem really, really good. I mean, they seem really talented. I just, you know, I mean, they 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 again on paper, Khalil Mack. Changes them against the run, gives them obviously a second pass running threat, like a younger Von Miller to the Rams. Um, they seem to be better up the middle. That, that's that hurt them defensively, and their offensive line's better. So I, I just, am I'm, I'm, I wrong to Chargers. sit here and go? I I know they haven't done it to prove it, but it's it's like you anybody even can say go it.
2: to the secondary. I mean, does anybody have a better secondary than the Chargers? I mean, no. I don't think anybody, like, but like, Derwin Chargers James hasn't been back. healthy.
5: If Derwin James stays healthy. He's the best safety in the league.
2: Hey, the Chargers are loaded. We're, we're not. I picked them to win the AFC West as well. I think they're the best team in the AFC West. And but they got to go do pe- it. But you got to go do it. Brandon Staley went for it a lot on fourth down. Uh, I didn't agree with it, but when your defense can't get off the field on third down, sometimes you got to take chances chance on offense. If they show that they can play better defense, you uh, will probably stop going for it as much. How, so,
5: here, here's I, the question here's, here's the question to it. This is a legit question. Okay, You guys never want a playoff game when you're in Cincinnati. So maybe no. this is more Cincinnati playoffs. But it felt like early on, before Marvin got there, obviously it was a mess. But you have to get over that waiting for something bad to happen as opposed to expecting something good to happen, right? That's the big change in teams. And how do you how do you do that? How was that done in Cincinnati? I know you guys didn't win the playoffs, but my play a big regular season game. Huh?
2: Your mindset is key because being in Cincinnati, I played my first two years under Dick LeBeau. Dick LeBeau treated everybody like a professional, expected you to be a professional. Guys just weren't professional. The leaders on the team weren't professional. Like some of the things that guys were doing that were, quote, unquote, the leaders blew my mind. Once Marvin got there and I realized this wasn't how the NFL should go. But it's like you get in the game. You're play, say we're playing the Steelers. Okay. We would go Wednesday to play the Steelers. You would think the coaches had to play. They would be so nervous during the week we played the Steelers. But when we played anybody else, it was just par for the course. We're like, why are you acting like this with the Steelers? So now when the game starts, the Steelers go up 7-0, 10-0. You're like, ah. Oh come on now, it's no reason to panic. It's a lot of football game left. But you sense that from your coaches. So now you have that feeling, and it's early in the game. So it's more of a mindset than anything else. So for the Chargers, their mindset, they're hearing you, I, and a lot of people, they have the best team. It's, their mindset is going to be, we are invincible. We can be beat, but if we play our best, we are going to be a low to deal with. If they go into the season with that mindset, they're going to be fine because they know if offense doesn't get it done, the defense got us, and vice versa. They're going to play complimentary football because they're that good on both sides of the ball.
5: T.J. Hushmanzada, former Pro Bowl wide receiver. You hear him on Up on Game Tomorrow with Plax and LeVar Arrington. A great show. You can also download that in podcast form. Hoosh, thanks so much for joining us.
2: Man, keep up the great work and tell Troy, man, uh, I said what's up, and I was the first guy with the long hair like that. Man, even though his hair is probably a little longer than mine now. <laughs>
5: his, his is still long, and he got the head and shoulders money. You you, you, you did not. You did not. We, we Maybe we need to do an old guy, Love. long hair dude. We Thanks so much, Hoosh. We can talk about how complicated uh, other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we can talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash at any time, any amount. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms apply. What quarterback's going to start week one for the Steelers? I'll tell you next. Be
4: sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon
0: Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events.
4: Terms and conditions apply.
5: Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. We can talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we can talk about how we discover. You can redeem rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Let's get to a game with Monsi Bolaños.
1: This is game time. It's game time.
5: On the Doug Gottlieb show. Monsi, mm, the game is psychic. You know how I know that? How? I'm psychic. Psychic? <laughs> Psychic?
4: Uh that's a good one. That was a good dad joke. Psychic.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: All right, let's get going. So, who will be the Steelers' starting quarterback for week one, Psychic?
5: Um, I believe it will be Mitchell Trubisky. Mm. Okay, okay. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see something happen with Mason Rudolph uh, because they're trying to clear out room for... For for Pickett, mm-hmm. um, I don't I don't think they'll release him. I'm sure they'd love to trade him. I just I wonder what the value is there. Yeah. Again, they, but but he's the the difference in Mason obviously not as, not as well regarded and not as as successful as Jimmy Garoppolo, but a much cheaper option than Garoppolo.
4: Fair, yeah. All right. How about the starting quarterback for week one for the Seahawks?
5: Man, that's a great question. Mm. Um, I think just to make Dan Byer upset <laughs> right that drew Locke's going to get the going to get a shot
4: i do I actually think that too. I'm with you, yeah. psychic, on that one.
5: Drew Locke's one of those guys that if you see him you know eleven on air, he's unbelievable. yeah his issue is you know when he's in Denver, there's some immaturity issues, and then in a game, he's not as good as he is in practice.
3: Mm, yeah.
4: Yeah. All right. Well, listen, the over under for the 49ers win total this year is ten and a half. So psychic
0: over or under.
5: Remember that they, they play 17 now, right?
0: Mm-hmm,
5: mm-hmm. Um, and they have unbelievable personnel. I'm going to go over.
0: Oh,
1: okay. Not a buyer
5: in the Cardinals, not a buyer in the Seahawks. I am a buyer into the Rams, uh, but they play epic battles. Uh, I'm I'm a buyer into, into the Niners. I think they'll run the ball. I think their defense is awesome. I yeah. think they'll go over ten and a half.
4: Yeah. All right. So you were kind of just talking about this with DJ, but different question. Who will be last in the AFC West? Last.
5: Mmm. Uh, last in the AFC West. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. I'm gonna go with the with uh, Denver. Oh. New coach, new quarterback, new scheme. And everyone just ah, you just throw Russell Wilson in there. Like I'm not, I'm not buying it. It's too much new. I'm gonna go uh, Broncos.
2: All right, psychic.
3: That's game time.
4: That's game, huh? Game
3: time. This
5: is game
4: time on the Doug Gottlieb Show.
5: Charles Barkley is a pretty honest fella, and he took an honest to god shot straight across the bow at at Kevin Durant. Wait till you hear it. I give you my thoughts. Upcoming next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, it's Football Friday on Fox Sports Radio.
4: Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high-fiver? I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on a crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on Haya. searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeart radio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote